Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today is episode two of season three of Transformers Animated. It is Transwarped Part Two. This episode was written by Michael Ryan. Oh. <laughs> Last time on Transformers Animated, there were a lot of storylines involving a lot of Transformers, and in this episode, not so much. But we open with where we left off, Optimus versus Headmaster outside a burger bot. Yep, and Headmaster calls him a lumberjack, I guess because he's got an axe. And uh, this is between me and the happy Sumdak family, and Cerberus like, you know, we're not a family and we're not happy. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like something like, boy, do you have the wrong family. Uh, but Optimus just charges him, and I, you know what? There was a lot I didn't like about this episode, but this first fight with the two of them, there was a lot I liked. Yep. Optimus clearly shows tactical advantage and knowledge. Uh, he knocks, um, what, Headmaster Starscream? I don't know what we're calling him. Yeah. But <laughs> knocks him back a bit and then grapples his legs, transforms, and takes off and yanks Headmaster Starscream with him. Yep, starts dragging him around the store, and then he releases the grappling cable, and then he just grabs Sari and Dr. Sumdak and hides them between two dumpsters, but she's not going to sit next to him, and, and I'm not talking to you either. I'm still mad, you traitor. Yeah, she gets really belligerent, uh, and because of that, Headmaster comes in, smashes into Optimus, uh, and gets quite a few blows in and uppercuts him. Oh, just him lays like, into him with the punches. Yeah, like Mortal Kombat 2 style, uppercuts him <laughs> up over a bridge, or onto a bridge, I guess. Yeah, and Optimus just transforms and he kind of blends in with traffic, so Headmaster can't find him. But he's like, yeah, I'll deal with you later, whatever. He's going back to get Sumdak. But Prime just comes back, gets a runoff, drives off the way he came onto the highway, and lands on top of Headmaster flying, and they both end up in craters in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. The one thing, another thing I did like about this was that Optimus legitimately takes advantage of being a transformer. He transforms into a vehicle and he hides. He's a yeah. robot in disguise and he uses that. It was really good. Uh, anyway, Headmaster, there's a kind of a thing, funny thing where he can't get up because of the wings, but he does get up, uh, drops a boulder on Optimus's head and then advances on Sari and Sumdak. Yep. But Dr. Sumdak pulls a Leon S. Kennedy and tells Ashley, I mean, sorry, to hide in the dumpster and tells Master said, I'm the one you want and nobody in a big giant dumb looking head is gonna hurt my daughter whatever he says <laughs> uh so some dak goes to step on him he's like fine i'll hurt you uh but before he can he gets blasted and sorry has got her hand palm blaster iron man things again yep get away from You're my father and then she him. throws another one it, it's like ray's fireball from street fighter but like where she holds her hands together first and throws it i'm gonna stick with the iron man okay yeah, probably more accurate i'm not, not really super familiar with iron man but uh she misses but then optimus just fucking plows into him yeah. and headmaster digs his feet in and hits the jets and they both end up flying back and demolishing the burger bots <laughs> that had staff in it when some deck bought the burgers yes, last episode. customers <laughs> anyway uh this kind of turns into a battle of wits where optimus challenges headmaster to transform in a jet because he's like any noob can do that or you're pwned Stu, I don't know what he says, yeah. but Headmaster falls for it. Yep. So it's like, I'm not a noob. I'm, so he, yeah, he transforms, but unfortunately, the Headmaster unit, unlike the real Starscream's head, doesn't transform with the Starscream body and it gets squished and then falls off and it and Starscream's body come falling down. Yeah. And you know what? At the beginning of this fight or towards the beginning of the fight, I was wondering, can he transform with these things? Answer, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Starscream's body goes flying. Headmaster unit falls to the ground just as Fanzone and the cops arrive. 
and then they arrest Headmaster. And that's that story wrapped, and I don't like anything beyond <laughs> this. But now we're back at Sumdak Tower, and Dr. Sumdak wishes he had some more answers for Sari. And now here's Prowl. He's still hanging around from last time, I guess, and he might have some answers. And apparently that liquid metal thing that Dr. Sumdak found in his lab all that time ago was a protoform. Called it! <laughs> And uh, Dr. Sumdak's DNA must have reacted with it, and that's what created Sari. Yeah, which, you know what, going by what we know about protoforms, that does make legit sense. Okay, I guess there is one other thing I like in this episode, but that does make legit sense because protoforms reach out to find DNA or forms to mimic. It found Sumdak. It it does legitimately work out in, in uh, uh, Transformers canon, so there you go. You, you win this round, Michael Ryan. <laughs> but yeah, she realizes that means she's part Cybertronian, and she, now she thinks this is awesome. Like, you knew this last episode, and you were like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> yeah, now really. you think it's the greatest thing ever? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's going to jump. Well, even in the, uh, we didn't say this, but after the fight with Headmaster, she's like all tears and loves her dad again. It's just, I want to go home with my dad. So, you know, she's, I guess, bipolar. But uh, <laughs> Ratchet calls in, and he's like, hey, I found Bulkhead. He's beat to shit, and <laughs> B is gone. Yep, no sign of him. And now in the middle of space with Bumblebee, uh, he just transwarps in with the doodad whatever it was called space he had last time it? and then also in the middle of space near an orange planet omega supreme comes out of transwarp and immediately loses power yeah and not near cybertron they're just somewhere else uh, megatron realizes that like you said the ship's out of power they're trapped inside there's some back and forth uh, Starscream tries to shoot off his mouth gun. The more and more I see that mouth cannon and him literally <laughs> shooting his mouth off, the more I like it. But yeah, yeah, they can't get out of this room, not without their weapons. And yeah, Megatron thinks that the effort of Transwarp put Omega Scream into sleep mode, so they're trapped for now. Then we go to uh, Shockwave, or I guess he's Longarm because he, well, he transforms into Longarm and calls Cliffjumper uh, to find out that Magnus has ordered all the space bridges to be shut down, which is kind of a hampering his plans just as blur arrives with a whole bunch of information yeah he comes flying in comes down the space bridge tower and he gives Longarm his report there's a spy in their midst and based on his analysis of the traitor's voice it can't be watched but he'll get to the bottom of it and Longarm's just like have you told anyone else yeah, really <laughs> and, and i know the elite guard are dumb but as soon as somebody says hey have you told anybody else you say yep i have gotta go by <laughs> But no, he hasn't. And, oh, that's good. And then he attacks Blur, who dodges and runs for it. And then Longarm transforms into Shockwave, and he knows he'll never catch Blur, but he can trap him. Yeah, Blur starts running through all these tunnels, and uh, Shockwave is just shutting doors. Now, why he doesn't just shut all the doors right away, I don't know. <laughs> but this is, you know, more tense and cinematic. But Blur has to run from door to door, and then he gets trapped, and suddenly the doors can move, Yep, I guess. And, I mean, he gets crushed to death, right? Smoke, she's dead, and commercial break. <laughs> no, seriously, though, I know nobody dies in this show, but they don't make any bones about it. He gets squished to nothing. <laughs> he is. Flattened. He's a, he's a two-dimensional character now. Ah? Hey. I, all right. When we come back, Ratchet is fixing Bulkhead up, and Sari runs in, and she's getting the hang of this power stuff, and she fireballs some engine part, and then the light. Yeah, Ratchet's, you know, look out, and we get the whole bit where Sari's not ready to use her powers, but she is insistent 
Man, this is this is where it all goes downhill for me, Paul. Yep. She's like, hey, why don't we just use the key on Bulkhead? And for some reason, Ratchet is still against the key, even though it's clearly the smart thing to do. Well, Bulkhead's even like, uh, Doc, I could really use that key. And sorry, jabs him with it and bang, he's fixed. <laughs> yeah, and she, she, there's kind of a line where she, well, basically they force this thing where Ratchet, uh, he feels like- Shut up, John, it's time for a flashback! We go back in time, and Ratchet is told that a Mega Supreme is a weapon of mass destruction, and only he can activate and control them or something stupid. Yeah, because RC had the activation codes for it, and but uh, now that she's basically a paperweight, and she transferred those codes into him, now Ratchet's gotta do it. He gets angry because he's like, oh, you want me to, what, turn him into some kind of doomsday weapon? And, like, like, dude, they just told you he was a weapon of mass destruction. They used those words. <laughs> But then Perceptor, he's here. He transforms and he talks like Stephen Hawking or it's a voice processor thing. But Which, uh, I, you know what, I kind of liked, but I felt a little guilty for liking. It felt cheap, but it yeah. really does suit the character, I'll say that. Yeah, and he pretty much tells us that Omega Supreme was intentionally made with a subpar processor so he wouldn't think too much about the destruction he'd be causing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back at Optimus HQ, um, Bulk figures out a way to track B with this device, and Sari says, hey, let me use the key on it. And Ratchet goes, oh, I can do that. Like, we just had this beat. Anyway, she uses the key, and it works. Yep, and if anyone needs him now, Ratchet will just be over in the corner, rusting with the other obsolete garbage. <laughs> yes, anyway, uh, Megat we go to Megatron then, um, and he figures out how to get to, like, the control deck, I was calling it. I don't know what the term is, but, like, where Ratchet went to control yeah. uh, robot Omega Supreme. Um Megatron gets there um, and gets everything ready, and he's like, uh, now I'm ready to go, and he hits the start button, and just the headlights come on. Yeah, because he uses the, uh, whatchamacallit, stasis cuffs to hotwire the thing somehow, but yeah, he just gets the headlights, and outside, eyes appear on an asteroid, and then more of them, and then they transform, and it's the Rock Lords. Sold separately from Tonka. I had, I was waiting for you to say Rock Lords because <laughs> I had the same thing written right down. Okay. All right, uh, yeah. So the Rock Lords uh, attack, and suddenly Omega Supreme has power now and teleports away. And just as it does, B teleports in and gets <laughs> swallowed by a Rock Lord. And back on Earth, Bulkhead has a transwarp signal, so he presses the button on the little device that he has to reel him in. He says, and he beams in one of the Rock Lords. Commercial break. And when we come back, I don't know. I I could summarize this entire third act up in like two sentences, but I'm not going to be that much of a prick. Um, (laughs) But the Rock Lord basically stumbles off and Bulk goes to attack it. And Optimus says, don't attack it because I sense bees inside there. And that's, I mean, that's the, they're just going to trail it for the rest of this act. And yeah, and Sari's all, let me add him, I'll splat him, scrappy-doo kind of shit. But Optimus <laughs> doesn't want to let her. They... Oh my god, Sari is scrappy-doo. <laughs> How did I never see that until this point? They're the... both tiny. They're both annoying. I want to see them both die in a fire. <laughs> man but they can't risk her getting harmed they might need her key later and then ratchet comes in and he has his emp thing and he reminds us that that he is this team's medic and he's been doing it for four million stellar cycles so they just transform and head off leaving sorry and she says maybe i just need an upgrade and she holds out her key and her chest opens and now we're watching sailor moon this is like legit sailor moon everything's blue and glow glowy you know what i say that having never watched sailor moon but in my <laughs> mind what sailor moon looks like it looks like this when she transforms uh, yeah. you know note on ratchet here 
when this series started, he was the one Transformer who was like, that's the Allspark. You got to respect it and protect it. And it's sacred. And now when Surrey's using the key, which is from the Allspark, he's like, fuck that. And we don't need that. I use <laughs> I do it the old ways. Like, like pick a lane, old man. But uh, yeah, she transforms into what looks like a teenage girl with a robot head. Yeah. But uh, back with Megatron, he's trying to get the ship to wake up again. And wasn't that a thing in G1? Every time Omega Supreme went anywhere, he'd be out of gas or. You, you, you know what I remember from G1 is that Omega Supreme could somehow launch just the rocket, arrive on another planet, <laughs> and have every part of them there. <laughs> the tank and yeah. the tracks and everything. Yeah. But yeah, Megatron, that's not working, so Megatron just grabs Starscream's head <laughs> and jams <laughs> it into the controls, and that gets the power back on. Yeah. So uh, the Autobots, they're still trailing the Rock Lord. Um, they don't. They can't do anything. And then uh, Robosari arrives. I guess that's what I'm calling her. Robosari? Might as well, yeah. And they're all like, oh, is that Sari? She looks different. And and then she gets like RC style arm blades out and starts jumping all up and down on this thing and then comes on it with this giant hammer. It's like the oh, the, the Decker specialist in Saints Row 3 and just shatters it and Bumblebee falls out. Yeah. Like, when did she learn these intense combat maneuvers? So was that yes. the key? Like, there's <laughs> there's so much dumb shit in this. Like, ugh, I, I honestly just want to say fuck it and do put in the that sign now. But it it. it it, oh fuck she she uses this key just becomes super sorry super everything it, why but why did the key do it now why now does the key decide oh we should upgrade you why did haven't they upgraded every transformer along the way holy fuck <laughs> fuck you michael ryan but yeah three of the pieces turn into smaller rock lords and sorry kicks the shit out of them and then transforms her head back to I was going to say normal, but it's like it's definitely Sari's face, but now her eyes are blue. So does that mean she's an Autobot? Yeah, it, it looked creepy. Yeah. With her human head on that tall robot neck, really creepy. Because it has like that hinge in the middle of her neck. It's really fucking weird. But then the chest panel opens again and there's something going on with the key and her arm blades come out again. And now she can't control herself. Too much power. Uh, don't. Prowl has like a tries to hum thing. It doesn't work. You know what? <laughs> you know what? The only funny part was B runs up to stop her. And get stabbed in the chest. In the last episode, we saw Mega Supreme activate this transwarp drive, and in this one, we see him reappear, and he's out of power. Like, is that supposed to be a G1 reference where every time he'd fly somewhere, he'd be out of gas or he'd explode once he got there? Either way, Megatron hotwires him with a pair of stasis cuffs. Like, wouldn't that put him in stasis? Like, it doesn't matter. He wakes up in the transwarp off again, and again, it's the same thing. Lights out. Like, Omega, you've been out for two million years, man. You gotta pace yourself. You can't go running up the stairs like Fatty McGee and try to transwarp the Cybertron in one go. Take your time. You have the leader of the Decepticons prisoner. He's not going anywhere. Well, at least he wasn't until you lost power and he's escaped his restraints. But if you know you're going to pass out from exhaustion using your transwarp drive, why didn't you put him somewhere where he wouldn't be able to get up to any wacky shenanigans if you lost power? Put him in the cargo hold. He's been in there a few times. It's familiar to him. Certainly better than in the room with all the flight controls. Like, put him in a rubber dinghy and told him... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show, Transwarped Part 2. What'd you think, Paul? Uh, Action-packed, but uh, yeah, that whole third act was... Yeah. It, it was the definitive, the key is magic stuff. and The key, yep. You know, hey, dear listener, I know I, I become like a total Debbie Downer, negative Nancy... Uh, jerky john i don't know <laughs> when when michael ryan writes an episode i i legitimately do not like his episodes they always bring in the stuff i cannot stand 
So instead of talking about all the things I hate, sorry, dislike about this episode, I will say that fight at the beginning was really good. Oh yeah. Um, I like that they wrapped up Headmaster and there was a couple little haha giggles I had throughout, but yeah. <laughs> I think Michael Ryan only has one more episode in this series, so that's a good thing. <laughs> We're chipping away at them. So the next episode we're going to watch is Trans Warp Part 3, which is not the next Michael Ryan episode. Uh, but if you want to see something that's probably better than a Michael Ryan episode, <laughs> you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, Adam Sandler's on there if you want to say hi to him. And uh, make sure you rate us and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. And uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Michael Ryan episodes at episodes. So until the next episode, of Michael Ryan episodes episodes. See you later, Mike. Have you told anyone else?